You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, hey baby, are you ready? Everybody, welcome back to the Get Tucked Podcast. I am your host, Tuck. How you been? Me? Uh, feeling pretty good. It's been awesome. We went out. We did a headliner. It was great. Thank you to everybody who came out to see a show. Um, thank you to Silent Planet, Hollow Front, and Avoid for going out and doing the tour. It was a blast. We haven't gotten to play with Silent Planet since like 2017, so that was great. Hollow Front and Avoid didn't really know them too well beforehand, and it was really nice to get just sit and pick their brains for a month and a half. A bunch of lovely folks really had a great time. And uh, like I said before, thanks if you came to see a show, particularly the Palladium show. Woo, buddy. What a night that was. Lots of pool floaties, lots of mosh, lots of crowd surfing. It was great. Um, some other fun news. Featured X has been sold again. We have been sold to a company called Friendable. So far, they have been awesome to work with. I've really enjoyed it. These guys have a lot of experience, and we have a very common vision of how we want the site to run in the future. First and foremost, we are working on a rebuild, and I'm super stoked. Everything is going great so far, so we will see how it works in the future. But for now, thank you for your patience with that. Um, If you ever have any issues, please holler at your boy, Tuck at BeaconManagementGroup.com. Hit my email. Let's talk. Um, okay, this week on the show, we have none other than Trey. Celia Trey has recently joined Fit for a King as our new drummer. He filled in on guitar and drums for us numerous times over the years and just felt like the perfect person for the team. We're so lucky to have him in our lives, and it was a pleasure to get to absorb some of his musical history firsthand here with the show. Trey is one of the sweetest, most thoughtful individuals that you will get to know. Um... He often makes me feel like the devil because he is such a good person and I can be such a monster on tour at times or just in general. I shouldn't just say on tour. It's just a daily thing that I am a little troll man and it is fun. Um, but seriously, Trey's a shit. Ben Anime rules. Screamo forever. All hail Metalcore. Thanks for going to the tour. Dark Path Tour was a great success. Here we go. My episode with Trey Celia of Fit for a King and Invent Animate. Here for you, Evelyn. 
Tracef Travis Alfonso Celaya the third. How yes. the how the fuck you doing? I'm good as frick. Dude, uh, that's good. Thanks for um, being here today and officially getting tucked. How does it feel to get tucked? It feels good. I've been wanting to get tucked for a while. I've been wanting to tuck you for a while. Ever so. since I heard the theme song. Yeah, we're looking at Dan right now, and Dan was a real beast on that one. He made it very sexual. I didn't know you. I didn't know Dan did that until today. Yeah. Yeah, I made, uh, for everyone listening, I made a very crappy acoustic version and uh, sent it to Dan, and he made it awesome, and then I screamed on it. Um, but, Trey, how how you thinking we looking? Should we up the signal here a little bit? Um, I think we're all right. We won't okay. hear the generator. Everyone, we're on the bandwagon. We're not trying to create too much noise, but here we are on the Dark Path Tour. And uh, I've been putting this off for a while, but here we are finally getting tucked again. Trey, not only thanks for being on the show, but thanks for joining the fucking band, guy. <laughs> it's my pleasure. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I would say most people are pretty excited. Probably uh, not Reddit, though, because Reddit, Reddit probably they don't like my band anymore and are our band and they love your other band maybe some of reddit doesn't like it i don't know when i announced it i don't i didn't really see any negative things Not everyone me neither. was all just like this is cool well yeah usually people would say it's pretty cool for you to join the greatest metalcore band of all time a yeah. band that's superior to most possibly even the kill switch engages the august burns reds is the any sorts of alexandria's some people might say that Fit for the Kings is the greatest band of all time, let alone metalcore band, but I won't really go that far because there's Chumbawamba and some really good artists that have been on Earth before. There's um, Dave Matthews Band. Have you ever seen Dave Matthews Band live? No, I just know that they poured poo-poo on people. They poured poo-poo on people? Yeah. How? How they pour poo-poo on people? They emptied their um, <laughs> bus poo-poo onto some people that were... Um, like floating down a river or like uh they were gondolaing i think they dumped their poo poo into a gondola they dumped river poo poo over a, a little bridge into a river onto some people that's amazing and i think they had to pay a big fine that's super cool though um i would not want to be d uh covered in dave matthews poo poo but uh i did see them live once and it was really good you i don't like i can't it. I only know the song Crash Into Me. I can't name Crash Into Me. I can't name even one more song. Um, nah, me neither. Dave Matthews Band is like uh, not as fun Pearl Jam. But uh, good live band, though. Good times. Great oldies. But, Trey, fuck Dave Matthews Band. The bunch of piece of shit motherfuckers. And Dave, if you hear this, fuck you. Fuck your family. I don't even like you, guy, okay? But for the people that know Trey and didn't know me, I'm sorry for the vulgar language. I'm just really trying to, like, shake this thing off and get back into it. But firstly, let's take it back before we talk about how you got into Fit for the Kings. We got to get to how we met, and you ended up in that fucking band. So, Van Anime. Mm -hmm. When I joined Fit for a King, I remember just a lot of the guys from the area particularly i remember like hunter uh ollie, ollie he filled yeah. in for a show for you guys 
and he had he was like friends with us and I remember we all went to a show and saw you guys play with Hunter playing guitar and around that time just there was a lot of buzz and I remember seeing a lot of people like in the Texas area wearing your guys merch and I would say that you guys were like the buzz band of the time when I was joining Fit for a King really um in my opinion, that's just you know that's what. That's I cool. Would say. I never really was aware of that. If that was a thing, I guess we were like I think maybe more of what it was was when <clears throat> when Invent was kind of coming up. There were like no metalcore bands, like Houston entirely was just like slam, like you know down tempo stuff. Yeah. And there was like the beginning of I Am. And like bands, kind of. I don't even know if they were around yet. Um, there Probably was like not. a band we played with a, a lot. It was called there was this band called Rex. Another one called Fane. Uh, they were just like super heavy bands. <laughs> what you need up here, Jordan? Ardell Hi, Jordan. You gotta say something. Hey guys. Oh, cool. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, you're good. Oh, it's okay. What What are you doing, dude? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, we're going a couple hours to other another part of Illinois. Um, yeah, but yeah, basically, I think there was just there were so few bands in our scene. We we felt like one of the only metalcore bands. There were a lot of situations where we were the only band with singing that played a show, like like kind of growing up in Texas. That makes so. a lot of sense. So that might be why. There's a lot of, like, beat-ass riff bands that come from Texas, especially, like, the Kublai Khan yeah. thing was hot. And maybe I'm predating the I Am thing, but eventually I Am. We played a few shows there. with Kublai Khan. always felt stupid because, like, we, yeah. would, we would have singing and then they would have people just fight each other during the set. Oh, yeah. You know, so That's pretty neat, We though. were the odd ones out. Well, you guys were, like, pretty boy metalcore. Everyone was, like, looking swaggy, and, you know, pretty you guys had... swag. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Um, and, you know, Van Anime is, a you know, a pretty out-there band name. I gotta know, how'd you come up with Van Anime? For everyone listening, I call the band Van Anime. It's in Van Anime, obviously, <laughs> but come on. Yeah, Van Anime. The name came from... Uh, I. Literally started it out of high school. Me and a friend just, we were, th there, there were a lot of like verb the noun names at the time. And then there were a lot of like gent names that were coming out around the same time, which we were really in. I would describe those as like a structures or a Viljarta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just noun. Yeah. <laughs> just single, single noun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, what, what two words sound cool together? Like we came up with invent something and then i don't know it, it it it's it's almost like a thing that in my head i think of it as like the devil wears prada like none of those guys probably think that name is cool they probably all think it's cringe but it has like a ring to it you know and i don't like, want to say it but i gotta i love the name the devil wears prada yeah 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 Wait, what were the words again? You told it us. It says good evening. I always wanted to be the singer in The Devil Wars Prada, just so everyone listening knows. 
Dude, there's there's no there's almost no thought or depth that went into it. It was just like we were 17 and we're like these words sound cool, you know. Had never played a show in our lives, and uh, oh, yeah. When we made that, when we made that and branded everything and whatever, we had never played a show. Had you guys ever been in bands before? Period, or was no, this your first band? Event was my first band ever. No way. Ever, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. How old were you when you started it? 17. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, to think about first band. My first band ever was... I was 14 or 15. But I had quite a few bands. But it makes sense that you would only ever have one band. Because you guys are all like good boys. And uh, I feel like you have a pretty strong relationship together so it makes sense yeah. you guys would well, just kind of make something and stick together yeah like well very originally there were a few different members like caleb and caleb and keaton uh came like a little later maybe like a year later so did you start the band or how did things go about uh yeah me and our old vocalist ben ben english started it that married fuck Mm -hmm. Hi Ben, if you listen to this, I hope you're doing well. I think he had a baby, right? Yep, got a hey, baby. his dad now. That's awesome. Got a baby. Babies are cool. I'm soon to join the join the married club with him. So, and all the fit guys are married. That's, so that's what we do over here. Now, here's an interesting point. I also just that kind of struck me was that you started Invent and Jared started Fit, but then you guys did a swap. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like maybe there's a metaphor there. Yeah, you know, an what, evolution, if you will. Like whatever you you whatever you give create to, <laughs> create to destroy. Whatever you invent, animate. You are bound. You are bound to leave. You invent. Whatever you invent and animate. You are bound to leave, and abandon. And a yep, and then. And then you join a country band. Yeah, some of us join country, some of us join metalcore. Here's uh, the thing. The other cool thing about, you know, people will be like, wow, Jared joined country. Jared is playing a show on 420, co-headlining with Snoop Dogg. Okay, guys? That's pretty damn cool. So, it may not be as cool as breakdowns in metalcore, but I'll give it to him. Yeah, Solid. I, don't, I don't think any metal band can say that they've done that. I no, don't think so. Nobody's been able to play a, a show on 420 with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I don't even know if there was to be one who it could be. But uh, maybe like Attila. But like they're not popular enough. Not to say that they're not a popular band, but like, you know, Co and Snoop are like yeah. drawing big monster numbers. Uh yeah, is there any is there any metal band that has enough of a weed identity to do that? I don't think so. I can't think of one. Um, but maybe that would be pretty cool. Um, but back to your band name. So that's interesting. I like. I guess when it comes to being young and thinking of band name, you're just trying to find something that's cool. You're not really necessarily trying to have like the deepest meaning, and I think yeah. that's a good thing where. I remember uh, listening to an interview with Thrice where someone had asked them about 
why their band name was thrice and they're like well we were doing a battle of the bands at school and we needed a band name and we didn't have one so we came up with thrice because it just happened i think it's a sick name it's a sick name and the uh guys from it's always sunny uh also recently revealed to everyone that they're not actually thrice fans if you were curious go listen to their new podcast because it's great because there's thrice stickers all in the early couple seasons in the bathroom and shit yeah but i love thrice that's enough and, and that. to be um i guess to be clear i don't think the i don't think invent anime is a bad name not at all it's just hard it's really hard to verbally communicate like it's i don't think i've ever once said my band name and someone got it the first time which is a horrible oversight. That makes sense. Because everyone here is anime. Everyone, well, everyone immediately is like, anime? Yeah, and to clarify, the reason why I call it Van Anime and other people in Fiverr King may also do that is because there was someone at one point who was in the camp who every time that someone would mention in Van Anime, he would go, Van Anime! And... It just always sounded like Van Anime. You guys talking about Van Anime? Yeah, so now it's just stuck ever since. It's been years. Yeah. I th- the first time I think I heard it was, I think JB from August Burns Red said that. Because it, no it was the same situation because I told him I was filling in for Era on that tour I did yep. with you guys and ABR Headliner. And uh, he asked my band the name, and I said... Frozen Flame Tour, I think yeah, it was called. It was like 2015, I think. I told him my band's name, and he said, Van Anime? And just like, he was joking, but I think he also didn't really hear, so he just went with that forever. See, and people would think that's a joke. I have a van band. Yeah. offered minivan. Yeah. You know, so it's like... I, I'm offended, honestly. I think every person that's ever said Van Anime, including myself, is a bastard. It's yeah. um, it's carcist. It's racist against cars, vans. Wow, I've never thought about that, but that makes sense. But vans are good because you can put a lot of people in them. It's the only way that metalcore works with a van. Yeah, and you know, speaking of which, I've seen a lot of tweets lately of people's vans blowing up, and then I saw other people giving some advice on how to avoid that. The answer is credit and getting a better van. And that sucks and it's really hard. Most people don't have like a parent or someone that can like co sign for them, but boy howdy, let me tell you, that is the thing the thing that will save you so much time and money rather than buying a van every year and a half yeah. as they explode. Yeah. Put uh put all your gas on a credit card and pay it off monthly. Now, how does it feel to actually be back on tour? Um, I know it's been... It was certainly a weird adjustment at first. Now I feel normal again, especially mean, after last night. You mean like post-pandemic? Yeah, or? just like in general. It's going back to work and shit. It's good. I think it's... Um, I think during the pandemic, I had a ton of like perspective changes in life. And it um, it doesn't feel I, I, I think Im- initially when touring got kind of like taken away from everyone, it kind of just like f- 
fricked up my, you know, my sense of identity because absolutely I couldn't really define myself as like a tour band guy anymore because that wasn't what was happening for two years. And so I think I, I think I don't, I am still that guy, but I just don't think of myself that way. And I think I get my, I get through the day with other values in mind. Accolades or like things that, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I don't values. Know. Like, yeah. I, but at the same time, they're like, I'm like, uh, I'm also very grateful to be back. And I like, now I just keep wanting to like, get better and I want things to grow. Uh, like I've, I've learned about a lot. I've learned a lot about sound while we were not touring and stuff like that. So I've become a little bit more of a, a gear nerd in a weird way. Just like trying to figure out, I used to know nothing about drums and now I'm like figuring out how to tune my drums well. And like, yeah, pick the kinds of woods I want and what kind of hoops and cymbals and you know and you're doing like front of house work when you're at church at home and stuff like that yeah. right so that helps a lot too or like mixing stuff and like I've definitely heard the you've shown me demos for invent stuff that all sounds pretty dummy good thank you so that's sick yeah I guess um it's I, I guess what I'm trying to say is nowadays I try not to put so much stock in it that it does become a large part of your identity. If so I that can't makes sense. do it, it like doesn't cripple me. You know what yes. I mean? Because it kind of did for a while. Oh, same. I think most of us feel that way when you've done something consistently for now. Uh, it's creeping up on eight eight years for me next month uh, to be in Fit for a King, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's pretty crazy to to. I do agree with you and and to uh, think about how much of an identity crisis we all did go through when first um having the pandemic start and you know there are just so many changes that we've all been through where like for instance you had already filled in for the band and stuff but i guess if you told me at the beginning of the pandemic that uh you would now be the drummer of fit for a king after the pandemic uh I would be stoked on it uh, because I love being around you, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't have expected it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have Jared on at some point so everyone can kind of get the story from his perspective as well. Um, because for everyone listening, like we, even before coming here on the tour, we all stayed at Jared's house. We're all still super close. Like there's no bad blood or animosity or anything like that. Um, if anything, we were just super stoked for him that he's with Co. And the way that we ended up, I guess, being around Trey has just been like years of interaction. So what you first mentioned was where we met, which was the Frozen Flame Tour, at least for you and I. Um, yeah, it, I like, you had known the band already, I think. Yeah, there might have been like a one-off show that we played. I think you were in the band by this point. That we well, wasn't played. that the show that Hunter played guitar in like springfield yeah 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 that was probably it because yeah. we all went to like a steak and shake after and hung out and that's where i like actually met y'all okay and then we toured again i think on yeah the that makes flame sense. tour yeah and you were filling in playing bass for era yeah which is crazy because now you have just played so you've played bass for era you've played guitar for us did you play guitar for silent planet ever no i was with them i was uh yeah i've done like some 
some studio stuff with them just uh, you know very soft i say that softly low-key and it's funny i think fast forwarding time so eventually after the frozen flame tour we get to do the after the burial emir co-headliner right that was the one that invent was on yeah and that's when we all got to like hang out for real ben was still in the band and um i think invent has such an interesting pathway as a band because you've always been one of those bands that i think you're a band's band and a fan's band where instrumentalists people that are music nerds like your band because it's very technical but it's also has the ability to be very catchy unlike not unlike but um maybe not as commonly as some of the extreme gent acts so i like the fusion of your gent to metalcore aesthetic Mm-hmm. It definitely makes it much more digestible for someone like myself, who is a very like four four standard, give me the hook person. Yeah. And I, I think ev- even as a lot of us in invent get as our kind of as we evolve and whatever, we sort of want that too, like a little bit of a um, a release or just a break, you know, for like yeah. when we're listening to just insane techie stuff. Just be like, all right, let's let's kind of chill and sing for a bit because we also like that and think that's cool. But yeah, no need to do it twenty four seven. But when you guys first were jumping onto that after the burial tour, I believe it was one of your earlier bigger tours as a band. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, was one pretty, of Invent's pretty early first on like, for bigger you guys. ones. Yeah. You had put out the first record with tragic hero but not much I, I don't think you would have the second one out yet I can't. we're thinking no 2016 still world i don't think it was out i don't think it was out i think this was 15 yeah okay um i guess that's one of the things that people would be most curious with the band is your time period with ben english mm-hmm. and as someone who got to like hang out with Ben, spend some time with him on that tour, see how you guys all interacted, seemed like it was a, a very positive uh, relationship that you guys all had and that he was just kind of ready to make a life change, more or less. Um, how would you describe, I guess, the change with you guys and Ben? Yeah, I mean, we... Uh, he, 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 like... He had some some internal stuff he was going through... At, at like the time of our split and like um it kind of just seemed like mutually best for everyone that it was like it was hard for him to sort of like keep the band as like a priority and a focus and we were just like you know like if you know that's that's totally fair you know we can just kind of like part ways and then yeah because for you guys you were all you know as in you caleb and keaton you guys were very like at this point like this is what we're doing and pursuing so like if you're not going to go full throttle with us we need to make some changes kind of thing yeah and and like we were super like uh close and we're still friends with ben but like we we were super tight-knit and like um yeah we were like because of because of that closeness it was a really hard transition and decision to make and stuff um of course but like 
ultimately, unfortunately, it's kind of like to survive as a band at some point, you kind of have to think of it as like a business, you know, and like that was that was the part that sucks where we were we were just like, ooh, ooh Grubhub. Hey, thank you. <laughs> my five guys, burgers and flies. Here we go. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, for everyone. Sorry, pardon the interruption. Trey's dinner is here. Yeah, um, it's like it's so. I mean, there's so um, there's so many like personal things and and nuanced things that would take too long too long to get into detail about and like out of privacy for Ben and stuff. Yeah, of course. But like, yeah, just we were super close in a super tight knit group and it was a really hard transition for us. And I know a lot of fans also took it really hard because obviously, you know, you're the vocalist, had a cool, unique voice, really cool voice, really unique. Like I still love his lyrics. I think his lyrics are super cool. And I kind of look up to the way he wrote a lot of those and like, yeah, it's just, it's a hard thing to follow up. And, um, you know, it was hard for us emotionally in the band. It's like, you know, breaking up with a girlfriend. Oh, of know, course. Like all your bandmates are your girlfriends and, you know, so. Oh, yes. Um, Very much. Yeah. So it it was tough, but yeah, we just, we kind of made it happen and we knew we wanted to keep going. And so, um, so enter, enter uh, Marcus Vick. Yeah. You guys, uh, I mean, I guess there's a few c- comparisons that most people have made on the internet which is the invent north lane thing where like early fans of your band were like oh man is this going to be the same kind of thing guy leaves the band band changes interesting Mm. which is one way to view it and then you guys entered the step of taking in auditions from people around planet earth uh some would say a flat earth but yes planet earth (laughs) And that's how you landed on Marcus. So, I, how long was the process of you guys looking at auditions, going through them, seeing if there was anybody that you liked, and and break that down a little bit for me. So, I think, I think uh, when Ben left, we already had some studio time booked, and so Keaton and I went in the studio to start trying to write, record some new material. And we were still looking at the time. I remember like auditioning Marcus and getting some, uh, some like vocal demos from him. One including like we we actually released this at some point, but he like redid a version of Soul Sleep that has all his own lyrics and vocal melodies and patterns, and um, that was like one of the first things we heard from him. And that was, for me, that was the thing that sold me on it because I was like this sounds so good and it proves a lot of things one it proves that he can write his lyrics two it proves that he can like pattern everything and do his own melodies on his own and three is he sounds really sick and it like really fits the vibe like meshes well with our band um and so that sold me like immediately i think the other guys the other guys were not as quick as me to like well, I could see there being him. some hesitancy, too, with him being foreign and stuff where... Because, one, who wants a foreigner in their band? No. Yeah. <laughs> when you're having to involve visas, travel, flight expenses, and not getting to just hang out a lot as much as you'd like to get yeah. to know each other, all of those things factor in, certainly, with making a decision, which 
should show to all the fans and people that are into invent like what a an amazing thing it is that Marcus got the spot because he's that great of a person and talent yeah. that despite the circumstances was yeah. able to make this happen with you guys, yeah, which he's, is pretty awesome. He's a... Uh, yeah, all of that was not... Hard, like, we didn't know what we were getting into with, like, the visa stuff and flights and stuff because that, you know, at, at the time... It, it's a little easier now with the state our band's in, but, like, that was super hard financially and logistically and, like... Um, you know, we had like a manager change at some point during that too. And that was like, it was just hard to transition. And yeah, it, it was, it was hard to get into, but like it, at the end of the day, it's almost not that much different from fit because fits kind of spread across the U S and it yep. all has to fly in for rehearsal. So it's just the same thing for Marcus. He's just has to fly further and it costs more. Which yeah. Sucks, but it is what it is. It is time for the man. What's up, Mother Tuckers? Do you want to work with your favorite artist? Looking for that epic feature so everyone will know how badass your band is? Go check out FeaturedExit.com. We have an insane selection of singers, screamers, guitarists, bassists, drummers, graphic designers, and more. Do you want Kellen Quinn to sing on your song or Austin Archie of Lorna Shore to write the most insane drum parts you've ever heard in your life? Go now to FeaturedX.com and check it out. This week's mid-roll mosh is Like the Wind by As Within, So Without. These fellas are from the Portchester area of New York. I met a few of them over at Chris Weissman of Current and Shadow of Intense House uh, pretty recently. Um, they were recording with him, and I think they were working on this stuff. Um, Lucas, their drummer, was filling in for Invent Animate on this most recent tour. He smashed it. It was sick. We got to see them play at the greatest metalcore show of all time at the Palladium. It was a magical day of breakdowns. Absolutely loved it. These guys seem to be catching a lot of steam at the moment. I've heard them mentioned on the State of the Scene podcast quite a few times. Shout out to Sam and Marcos. If you don't listen to that show, do it. It's my favorite scene podcast. Overall... This song, Like the Wind, it rips. I think you guys will enjoy it a lot. Here we go, Like the Wind by As Within, So Without. Oh! 
not too bad. Um, I think you all get used to it, and it's funny looking back on when you're younger and maybe have never really flown or only once or twice you think it's like a big thing and now everyone just runs around for their jobs like that like it's nobody's business um and uh but maybe someday i will move to texas oh sweet texas we'll see um dan would you move to texas no he's too much of an la guy i think he's all uh he likes to catch waves. He likes to catch what the gnar. Shred shred the gnar, bro. Um Okay. Well I I, I go dating back to my conversation with, with Marcus, I think that it makes a lot of sense that you guys were able to work it out. I, I know that I've the times that I've gotten to speak with him really enjoyed his company and I think that regardless the way that the world works now regardless of where you are where you're from the thing that should matter is talent and and the willingness to pursue an opportunity and there are so many people that are given great opportunities yet squander them and look at the effort that this person is willing to give just to have a taste oh, and yeah. a shot and that willingness and effort i think is the one thing that most people don't understand is everyone's always asking man why don't my band work out why doesn't my thing make it or blah blah, blah. do you have that yeah do you got that fire do you get it do you get it are you this a person that <laughs> gets it that is the question that is the conversation that trey and i we have and it's an interesting thing and for everyone listening we'll kind of break that down for a second so when we're talking about do you get it it is like a thing and when it comes to the the first part is when you're dealing and interacting with people like do you know how to just hang around people you can of course make some friends and some relationships and your presence is known and you're there but you get it you know how to deal with people you know how to hang out with people people just go wow i really liked having that person around me that was a nice interaction who was that person i met today they they were great that's like the first part of getting it mm -hmm. and when it comes to music the next factor is when you are consistently putting out a material this can happen for any brand you're putting out your material you're putting out your merch you've got your music videos you're doing all this stuff and it's not working for you do you notice it and do you attempt to make some changes or do you say that no everybody else doesn't get it because in that case generally you are more than likely wrong and it's you and the next step for you i think is to look into the things that you deem successful that you would like to be like and look at who the producers are there who's creating the merchandise who's doing the music videos all that kind of stuff access all of those tools and once you've accessed all of those tools if it still doesn't work for you you just may not get it yeah you might not get it yeah and it is a thing and, it, and it's a very strange and i think that um it's, it, it, it's probably like a a nice little ball like a you know like self-awareness wisdom experience work ethic 
social like emotional intelligence yeah just like all rolled up into one and that creates a person that gets it yeah and it's and it it's different for every single person and i think that like for instance with me the one thing that i have to be like most aware of is my energy level i tend to be like a lot to be around i can be exasperating i can do shit at the wrong time i can make people uncomfortable by saying the wrong thing and that's my means of that's my real thing i have to check constantly um and when you think about all of those factors and you're trying to pursue something like making music that's all of those wrap up into one and that's one thing that i think that all of us really always got from trey was trey just gets it um and it's very easy to be around him a lot of people would be around him so for everyone listening i think that was one of the big factors in the band in wanting to like pursue this consistent relationship with trey and one of those things that i would state that i think pushes that is well you filled in for era you've worked with silent planet your band does well you filled in for us on guitar then we had you come and fill in on drums and then eventually you join in drums so if all these people keep wanting this person back in their lives and keep finding a way to interact with them that's probably a pretty good sign that they're just a great person to be around and they probably get it and, it, and it's really easy to be creative with them yeah and well I, I feel like it's worth saying too that I feel lucky to have been in all those positions and I'm not sure that I would be so much of a guy that gets it if I wouldn't have said yes to everything true you know but you know I guess circumstantially yeah the, the kind of guy I am I just you took opportunities yeah I just, I just thought you know some of sometimes they're like scary too sometimes it's like nerve-wracking but I just maybe maybe I was Dude, a that frozen pleaser. flame tour I remember day one I've talked about this on the show before too definitely but and I'll have to get Matt on here to to talk about this but we're in the um venue in, in uh Maryland and I'm just like messing with my stuff and Griner walks up and he's just like hey I'm Matt Griner. Nice to meet you. It's like, oh, I know. And who I'm just you like, are, you got that. You got to tell me who you are. I know you. You know, and and, and oh man, when it, those kind of interactions were a lot at first, like got me really overwhelmed and nervous. Um, but I think eventually, over time, and I, th- it, it is good to have some imposter syndrome because I think it keeps you level, keeps you a little humble. But at the same time, eventually you just have the cop have to have the confidence of like, hey, I, I kind of I think I get it. I think I'm cool to be around. I think I understand what's happening here. I yeah. think I understand the way music music is moving, the culture is moving, the community is moving. All of these things because no one ever wants to get stuck and say, well, this is just how I am and who I am, and I'm unwilling. Eh. to grow with the times that's a eh. not a very tasty way to go about Yucky. it um so i think that leads us to kind of where covid happens you had already filled in for the band playing guitar before because before daniel joined the band um 
the two of them had kind of taken different tours and uh, both, as everyone knows, were respectively in their own bands. And Trey was like, I want to do my thing. I'm not really wanting to play guitar. Dan was like, I want to come shred the gnar with the band. So, lo and behold, about two and a half years later, or I guess two from when you originally played with us on that Prada tour. Yeah, 2018. That was 2018, so... Oh, so I guess, yeah. That yeah. was two and a half. Um, Jared decides, he throughout the COVID period, he had been playing drums with Co Wetzel and uh, decided that he was going to move on with that first person. Uh, the only person that we pursued for the job was you. And um, it was definitely our initial thought. when We were like, okay, we need a fill-in. Trey's got to be the guy. When we first called you and asked you to fill in for those couple shows, did you think that it was gonna ha- that this was gonna happen? Um, no. And I thought about that earlier when you said, you know, like if you would have thought all those years back when we met that I would be the drummer, you'd be like, oh, that's really weird. But like even even then, like in I guess you know October of 2021 yeah just like a few months ago i didn't know i was gonna be playing drums for fit for a king so yeah it, it was weird it was a really fast it came on really fast in a fast transition um which I, i'm sure was a bit shocking like at first because your events had such like exciting fun stuff going on behind the scenes throughout covid with signing to unified and working with that team having that announcement me blowing that announcement on this podcast and um so that must have been a lot to think about with having to choose between like well i've got my thing it's already kind of moving now i've I've gotten over these hurdles of a new vocalist and signing to a new label and all this kind of shit yeah it's been real busy um, trying to you know juggle both bands because since since then I've had gone to the studio with both bands. Um, done yeah, you've made two albums since a ton of writing, touring. So it's been super hectic. I've barely barely been home, but um, yeah. I mean it it was a it was a fast thing, but it was it kind of just felt like in the same way that you guys that you were saying earlier that you know maybe if this guy keeps coming back around and these people want him around then that's kind of the guy to yeah look for kind of in the same way it was like this band keeps kind of coming back to me asking me you know to like and i and i guess with full disclosure you guys had asked me to join on guitar previously yes. and i was like not really down because of the stage invent was at and what was going on but yeah, it was the same thing where I was like, maybe, maybe I'm like kind of stupid if I don't say yes because I keep getting asked, and maybe it's kind of a sign or something. Not to. Well, I guess with us being like religious dudes, that's definitely a, sometimes you have the like, well, is it you know, is it God's way? Is it faith? Is it you know, a sign? Is it Lord Zenu telling me what to do? Um, that happens at times, but which does, I mean, yeah, that did play a role because it's like on on paper, it just looked like. Yeah, you should do this. Um, but there's so much emotionality tied in, you know. And Especially when it's your baby. Right. And yeah. And Vince, my baby, and, you know, puts so much uh, heart and stock into into that band and seeing it grow and succeed, and I still do. Um, yeah. 
And so it was hard to, I had to like, I had to relearn how to think about my band and my identity is another identity thing too. You yeah. Know, where it's like how much of myself is like, I am the drummer of invent animate. Like, is that my whole life or can I do more things? You know, like it doesn't mean I'm not that, but can I, can I do more things and still be happy and still feel fulfilled? You know? Oh yeah. And that was kind of the question I had to wrestle with. So that's such an interesting thing because I definitely, during the pandemic, it was fun to add new things to my list, like having this show or um, Featured X, I guess, was like my big, it was definitely my big accomplishment of the COVID time period and getting to like go through all of those experiences of like creating a business, selling a business, being a founder, continuing on with it, now working with a new company, like all this kind of shit where I was like, man, I hardly passed high school. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it definitely is nerve wracking. And I hope that like with time, and I feel like you definitely have been able to find like a comfortable place here, being able to like identify as the drummer of fit for a King and luckily, I feel like the years of you being in and out of the camp, trying out, or not trying out, like filling in, stuff like that, kind of helps to like, it's not like you just been around us for like a couple months and jumped in the yeah, camp. It, like, we've it, been friends a long time. It yeah, makes it a lot it, it easier. Yeah, it felt pretty gradual and it didn't like, you know, by the time I joined, it wasn't just like, hey, nice to meet you guys. Now I can really get to know you. It's like I already really knew you guys. Yeah. You know, it was like close to you guys, so... And I think that was the uh, the other big factor when I know when the announcements happen and stuff, of course, like everybody starts getting text messages about like this person or that person or who could want to try out or whatever. And like all that stuff is really cool because there's so much talent on this earth. So many amazing drummers. Like some of them, there was that one that we all started making jokes about just because it was so fucking cool where it was like, wait this person hit us up wow that's crazy but on top of talent just wait i can't yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. Okay. Yeah, 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 I couldn't remember. Yeah, that was super fucking cool. It would have been awesome. But <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, you have to think about so much more than talent with a business and, like, a band. Because a band is a business where you want to bring in someone that you can cohabitate with but also, like, operate this business and take it to the next level with. And that was the thing that, you know, really was the monster deciding factor for us, which was just being around you, knowing you, knowing your character, where you're at in life, where you're going in life. It was a no brainer where it was like, well, if we can get this person, this is the person that makes us feel, I think, the most fulfilled and the most like comfortable moving yeah. forward. And that was such a massive part. So we're super thankful to have you and to be able to like, know that there's that confidence in you as a person because um, you guys are really fit fit is a very business savvy ba band and everyone's aware of like you know what things are wise and unwise to do and things like that very plugged into the economy of metalcore so to speak yeah but 
at the same time, I think you guys are also very emotionally, um, like aware and, and you guys only feel good when everything's good. Like, yeah. And it, and it, I think it has a lot to do with like your perf- performance and how, how you're feeling on tour and, you know, like, it, you know, other things come into play, like work life balance, home and homework balance. And yeah. Like, I don't know. So I think like, that's just super what I'm used to with invent is just, um, that camaraderie and brotherhood and you guys have that too. And I think that's why I felt comfortable joining because it, yeah. I could communication have, skills, I'd say. Yeah. And that's one thing that Ryan and I were talking about with you the other day where like we were all discussing something at dinner and when we split up, like Ryan and I were just talking, we were like, man, like, it's really awesome. Like what a great communicator Trey is and how he can articulate like something that he's thinking and feeling about towards us. And in order for us to like make a positive, like progressive movement within the camp as a unit. And, uh, it's definitely a skill that, you know, you guys have, and I'm glad to see that, like, or honor that you're taking that chunk from in, invent and like bringing it with us too, because it's definitely something that you guys have, uh, like a mass, like a skill of. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And a, a lot of it comes from honestly just being so close that we're like, we will fight about stuff, but it's in a brotherly way where of it's, course. you know, like you, um, you kind of come out with something productive on the other end. It's not just like bickering and, you know, like yeah. we fight about like actually important things and like love each other more for it. So, it, you know, it can go the other way where it's just like you just fight and then you're not friends. And that that's never been the case with Invent. And so I think we all just learned how to like understand each other and become better communicators because of it. And like, if anything will put you to the test, it's like living in a van with people, you know. So oh, 100%. So I think it, it, it is a skill, like you said. Yeah. No, but very cool to see. And, like, we're just really happy to have you in our camp and be able to, like, make these changes. And, you know, I think when stuff like this happens, a lot of people are, they want to, like, stick their nose in a little bit and know, like, is there beef is there drama is there all the stuff and from our perspective i can certainly say that there isn't and um i would only hope uh, that that caleb doesn't want to beat me up <laughs> um but we're very lucky and it's been a really nice transition coming out of this whole covid period being able to be around you get to know you even better see these stages of life you're in like getting engaged and all this shit like I think moving forward, we all have a common goal on top of trying to create success with the band, but also just trying to like live a fulfilled, happy life. Like after being miserable for two years, which for me that at least like I love my my wife, I love my family, love being around them, but without the uh, performance, without the band, I certainly wasn't ready to give that up. So now, yeah being back in this position the band's doing well we're all here together and we have this new person in our camp that does bring a fresh new perspective it's been a really healthy nice perspective that you've added to the camp and i think that all of us would agree in just saying that we're very thankful to to have you here so thank you appreciate you doing it bud 
Yeah, I'm. I think it's been healthy for me too. Like even even little things like, because you guys are all um, married. I think I used to be a little more self-centered about what I was doing and just like on tour and stuff and not really like I would just kind of go throughout the day and there's so much going on at tour oh yeah there <coughs> there's always someone to talk to or someone to hang out with or whatever so like it's easy to just get caught up in what you're doing and not think about like who you have at home like missing you and stuff oh, like yeah. that and I think I think touring with your you guys has made me better at like balancing that and and learning how to be present in both places as much as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I, I was really bad at that at first, um, where, you know, Danielle just had to be straight up like, yo, you are being real shit and like calling and FaceTiming. And like, I know you get distracted and you're having fun, but like, we gotta work on that. And that, uh, was very helpful for me and it was something that I started to just really consciously think about at first and now I don't have to think about it now it's just like part of my day yeah because you guys do spend so much like intentional time on the phone and whatever with your partners it feels like it like gives me permission to which like for you know whatever psychological reason no i i totally get that because the problem is you get so distracted by everyone around that it's always like oh well i don't want to tell this guy i don't want to hang out with him or talk to him like because i got to go call my wife but the reality is that talking to our partners is so much more important than whatever conversation was happening at that moment yeah because when it's the silly saying of happy wife happy life but if you're not doing a good job at like communicating or making them feel like they're a part of what we're doing out here it's gonna be rough mm-hmm. and um i definitely have had like i said my times where i was bad at it but um I'm always trying to do more or, like, be better with it. It's pretty sick. Like, it's nice having a partner that will, like, just tell you, like, hey, like, you know, we got to we gotta do this a little bit better, a little bit more. But having everybody on the same page, the whole camp, helps a lot. Um, yeah. It certainly makes it where it doesn't feel, like you said, like you have to dip away from the group or from anybody where you've been granted permission. Oh, it's okay. Kirby, you can come up. Um we're almost done here anyway, <laughs> but yeah, now we're just talking about our wives. Wife. My wife. My, my wife. wife. Um, but yeah, she's great. I love my wife. I'm glad that she tells me when I'm bad at communicating. Uh, yeah, my my soon-to-be wife, I also love her, and she does not hesitate to tell me when I'm sucking. She's a little bit of a firecracker. I like it. I like it like that. But I think with... You have to think about... And this is a, a, a sad thing to think about, but how many things that we miss out on while being on the road and all the people in our lives, like our partners, you know, parents, any relatives that are like close to you, friends that are close to you. It's really nice that they also continue to make an effort to stay close with us despite how often we choose to leave because it is us mm-hmm. that separates from everyone else yeah and uh you know that was the other thing that like going back on time we have you know home or all this kind of stuff man i'm trying to soak up as much as i can spend as much time as i can with people that i love yeah i really like being home now like way more than i used to for sure yeah i 
I love being on tour, but I also love being at home. I used to not like being home. Yeah, I would say they're equal for me now. Mm-hmm. Or like, see, that almost makes me feel bad where if I said they're equal, my wife would be mad at me. But she probably wouldn't, and I'm just thinking about this in my head. But I, I would say they just, they both make me so exceptionally happy yeah they're just it's like they're just different they're They're just different slices of life that you have to have both oh yeah oh yeah you have to have the work like the the productivity and you want to feel fulfilled like yeah you know if i didn't have a job that made me feel like i'm like doing a good job providing and like making our life comfortable then i wouldn't be as good of a partner at home and Um, the, the easier way to put it is that I mean, I feel like if this was your whole life, you would be equally, maybe, arguably, maybe, like, more empty because you would have no intimacy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be really weird. And I, I don't mean it just... No, just sexually. Yeah. Only sexually. <laughs> um, because everybody loves sex. Sex is fucking cool, man. I love... I love to have sex. I want to. I want to get sex. I want to do sex. I want to give sex. I want to be sexy all the time. And if you want to see me be sexy, come out on the Dark Path fucking tour and and see me in a sleeveless, getting sexy and sweaty up on stage with all my fucking buds. Yeah, and you you yep. you totally miss out on all that. And I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you just, you know, sometimes you just want to talk to your freaking partner and just tell them about your day or listen about their day. And it's just, it's nice, you know. Big facts. Those are the small things that make life feel good. All the small things. That's good stuff. I know. Well, Trey. Alphonsus, Slyus, Travis, the the fourth because you're not the third because if you were the fourth then we'd call you quad yeah i am the third you are the third and i Trace. know trey i wonder how many people like have friends that they call trey but don't realize that that's not their name yeah trey is pretty um usually when someone's called trey it means they are the third in their family oh, yeah. and i had I- a friend named trey in high school and his name was gerald adelbert a Delbert. Yeah, I won't give you the last name because I'm not trying to get everybody trying to fucking Google this dude, but yeah, Gerald Delbert. Oh, they'll find him. They probably will. It was a pretty good name, though. They'll find a Delbert. Yeah, Delbert. I'll get you a Delbert. Hey, me and Delbert, we used to listen to all the Shy Hulud in my car on the way to school. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got for you today. Do you have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug? I don't think I have anything right now. I We're, mean, everyone knows you got that invent signed to Unified. Yeah, invent's on Unified now and we'll get new stuff eventually. Yeah, there's um there's stuff being worked on. We're like wrapping up like the album, so you know, as you guys probably know right now, that takes a while, especially with the vinyl stuff going on. Yes. So that that'll be a little bit but there is new stuff coming that is cool i think um marcus sounds his best ever i think the band is the lowest tuned ever and it's it's pretty cool i will tell you one of those songs has been stuck in my head and i remember the melody of it oh really yep 
that's what I was going to say earlier with it as, as you know, as much of our identity has been a progressive metalcore kind of genty band. Um, some of the stuff is surprisingly like the best word I can use for it is poppy. And I know that will scare people, but, but it's not bad poppy. It's like if you were poppy, but tuned and drop fart. Yeah. It's like if, you know, if it's like if you just have a good catchy melody, but then you hear, uh, drop d sharp zero after that yeah know? and it's not even like um like issuesy drop tune catchy no, it's, it's not it's like d- r&b it's cool. it's yeah, just, it's, yeah it's just it's just a thing it's, it's just catchy you'll just like it you'll like it because it's good so anything else anything else that you got to plug coming up i mean we are out here on the dark path tour trey's playing drums he's in the band Ofish now we have vips you can come hear us do an acoustic set yeah um and if you uh, aren't a coward, you might hear us perform or uh, playing a song over the PA. And if you if you ever have, I'll plug this for you. If you ever, you know, if you're the kind of person that cares, Tuck likes Pokemon cards and Magic cards. He'll take all of them all day. Oh, I will take Kirby. All of Kirby also likes magic cards. I tried to play for a little bit, but I just I think I like video games more. You've been just lost in Elden uh, Ring. I've been smashing Elden Ring. So if anyone wants to bring me PS5 games, you can do that. No, the that's person too that made us the Elden Ring drawing. That was oh great. yeah, someone drew us an Elden Ring. Hey, like, and never make fight. a cap. If someone wants to bring you a PS5 game, they can. Oh, I mean, you, you totally you know, can. We'll trade you some merch for it or something. Um, you That's know, true. You can you can have something for it. And if you ever want to bring me candy or something, I like Bunch of Crunches, the Nestle oh. Bunch of Crunch, and Dr. Pepper. And that's that's all I have to plug, I think. I think that's it. But Trey, I hope you had a good time getting tucked, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. I got tucked. Get y'all. Yeah. All right, that was the show. Thank you, Trey, for being the sweetest, most bestest guy on earth and for being on the show. Love you. You're great. Can't wait to come see you get married soon. It's going to be really cool. Uh, I feel very complete after this most recent tour. I know I've been a little back and forth with doing the show, but um, we're on, baby. Here we go. We're strapping in. It's going to be great. Um, But yeah, tour was great. Everyone rocked. Thanks for coming to see a show. Next week, we got Benny Shoal of Avoid coming on. It's going to be awesome. I love you all. And as always, get
Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not so grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life. Uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. <laughs>